Hola, mi gente. My name is Jessica Yanez, and I want you to join me for some wine and chisme. The Wine and Chisme podcast was created to amplify voices across communities of color, all while drinking a glass of wine. From wine talk, interviews, and recaps of all things pop culture, join me every Wednesday for the chisme. Please make sure to check out the Wine and Chisme podcast and other amazing podcasts as part of the Latina Podcasters Network. Hey girl, welcome back to a new episode of The Fearless Mujer. I am so excited that you are hanging out with me today. On this episode, you're going to listen to a cafecito chat that I had with my friend Anela Aguirre. She is the host of the Brave and Her podcast. She's been married for nine years and has a beautiful stepdaughter. Anel was born with kidney disease and at the age of 12, she received a life-saving kidney transplant. And one of the reasons why she launched her podcast was to honor her kidney donor but also because she wanted to share her story. She believes in the power of sharing our stories and how they can help others. She also loves to go to church and one of her hobbies is baking. I'm so excited. We're actually going to be chatting about finding friends that you can be yourself with, why sharing your story and using your voice is important and powerful. We're talking about doing that thing that you feel called to do, even if you're scared. And like I said, this is a cafecito chat. So I really believe that you're going to be empowered. You're going to be inspired by today's episode. And just so you know, you can go find Anil on IG at The Brave in Her. So Don't forget to share this episode with your amigas because something powerful happens when we lift each other up. Enjoy. Hola, mujer. Hey, girl. I'm Micaela, a mother, wife, Jesus follower, podcaster, empowerment coach, and a Chicana who loves her cafecito. I'm on a mission to empower each mujer to give herself permission to be the woman God created her to be. Because just like you, I wear many hats. Girl, I see you trying to take care of everyone else. But on this podcast, I invite you to grab your cafecito or glass of wine. Sit back, relax, because I'm going to mentor you and teach you how to stop being afraid of becoming the woman you know you were meant to be. So you ready? All right, girl, let's do this. Girl, welcome back to this week's episode of The Fearless Mujer. I'm so excited. I have one of my friends on the podcast, and we're just going to have a cafecito chat today. And I'm so excited. My friend Anil is on the podcast, and I just want to say welcome to The Fearless Mujer. Hi, Micaela. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited to chat with you. I know. I was so excited, too. I was thinking the other day, like, Oh, I need a nymph to come on. <laughs> like I haven't had her on the podcast. Um, so I'm really excited. I before I have you introduce yourself, I just wanna kind of um mention how we met. So I met Anil on Instagram. I don't really know how we started chatting, but I had the other podcast and it was a different IG yeah. account. <laughs> yeah, I can't rem- I can't remember. But yeah. somehow we ended up talking. And it's like, it's going to be about two years pretty soon since we yeah, about, started yeah. chatting. Yeah. So it's it's just so interesting because um, you live in a whole different state and we've just been able to have this friendship 
and you know we text and I don't know if you heard the episode but last time I had actually said I need to give Anela a shout out because while I was sick she was texting me every day and I just wanted to say thank you because that's like a really like true friend when like they care about you and you know they're your friend because you have their number (laughs) (laughs) but um so I just wanted to say thank you but I also want you to just go ahead and introduce yourself so just tell listeners who you are um and yeah um so um like Michaela said my name is Anel um and I am 37 years old married for um about nine years. I have an 11-year-old stepdaughter um, who is in um, middle school now. And so I guess what I not know because I've not known, but what I am trying to um, put out there is just my um, kidney disease story. So very briefly, um, I was born with kidney disease and I had a transplant when I was 12 years old. And since then, um, I've had the same transplant, which is kind of unheard of. It's been 25 years since transplant. That's amazing. So that's pretty much my, the bigger picture of like my story. That's so cool. And, you know, I always loved how you are just like such an inspiring woman and you love to really collaborate with other women and highlight they are. And so you also have a podcast, so you are the host of the Brave and Her podcast. I I would love for you to just tell us, like, why you even started to podcast. What kind of made you like go into podcasting? Because it's it's a very scary thing when you start doing something like that. <laughs> yeah, it actually took me. Um, I mean, I had been thinking about it for maybe a year or so, and then. Um, you know, I went ahead and took the class. And after even taking the class, the class was meant to, it's a four week class. And it was meant to, you know, get you ready and launch in four weeks. Um, even though I was technically ready, I wasn't really ready. So it still took me maybe another two months to, to launch my podcast, just because I was just too scared. But um, my podcast is really tied into my kidney story. So um, like I mentioned, I. Um, you know, I was born with kidney disease. Um, I was born with only one kidney, which is more norm- more normal than we think. Um, but the problem is that my kidney um, didn't really develop. And at the age of 12, um, it you know, ha- I had kidney failure and I started dialysis. Um, thank God I was only in dialysis for literally a month. Um, wow. I remember it was end of July when I... Um, was having the surgery for the fistula, which is um, like a kind of like a tube that they use for, for dialysis. It's kind of like a catheter, I guess. I'm not really sure how to explain it. I still have it, but it doesn't work. I mean, it's been 25 years since I've used it. Thank God. Um, so it doesn't work anymore. But um, so anyway, it was end of July and literally end of August, we were receiving the call that a kidney transplant was, um, or a kidney was waiting for me at the hospital. So on August 30th, 1996, um, you know, I was getting the transplant. Uh, I still remember, like, if it was, like, if it was just yesterday, 
uh, it was on a Thursday. I mean, I was only 12 years old and it, this is 25 years ago. Right. But I still remember vividly, like it was on a Thursday night. It was around maybe six o'clock or so. And, um, the phone rang and it was the doctor saying, you know, you have to rush to the hospital. Um, we have a kidney for you. And so my parents rushed me. And then the very next morning, like around three or four in the morning, I remember they were um, taking me to the um, operation room and getting the transplant. Wow. Uh, Yeah. And that's like a big deal for a 12 year old. Yeah. And then, um, so I remember exactly like, I remember facing, um, you know, towards the, um, I guess where the nurses are, I was in the ICU, um, you know, recovering. And, um, you know, I remember my mom, like, I was just barely opening my eyes. And I just went like, here's my new kidney. And my mom was like, how do you know? Because my parents told me I was going to the hospital to get like, uh, you know, testing done, which was Mm -hmm. very normal for me. Mm -hmm. Um, But because I grew up in the hospital, kind of, um, I already knew which floor each, you know, what each floor meant Mm -hmm. so as soon as um as soon as they stopped at the sixth floor I knew it meant surgery right so because at that point I've already had few surgeries two major um actually one major surgery and then few other surgeries um so I already knew it was um surgery however like I felt so much peace like I didn't I didn't I don't I don't remember feeling scared or anything like that but um, but anyway, so the kidney transplant gave me um, not only, you know, has it given me 25 more years of life, but it really transformed my life, like literally overnight, like in an instant, because before the kidney transplant, I would, you know, hardly have any energy um, just because, you know, my kidney wasn't functioning or it had really low function. And as soon as I had the transplant, I felt like all this energy that I've never felt before. Wow. So, <laughs> yeah. So I, that's kind of a little bit of a background on the podcast. So fast forward um, 25 years after transplant um, for 25 years, even, I mean, before, um, during even um, dialysis and things like that, I had to miss school. So I had during middle school, I missed, I had three surgeries during middle school. So I missed probably about six months of middle school. And, you know, middle school is only three years. So six months, it's a lot, right? Um, So I didn't really have friends. I often, um, you know, I didn't have friends because I hardly was there, right? Um, Even though I was all caught up with my schoolwork and everything, but um, you know, and I was able to graduate on time. I wasn't like really physically there much. Like it, it was either I was having surgery, um, recovering from surgery or like all these doctor appointments. But anyway, so I've always felt like, you know, alone because having a chronic illness, um, unless someone else is going through a chronic illness, people don't really understand what goes through, you know, what, your daily life looks like. Um, 
And so that's kind of like my inspiration behind uh, my my podcast. I just because, you know, I felt alone a lot of the times. I wanted to share my story so others didn't have to feel alone. But then I didn't want to narrow it down to just chronic illness because us as women, like we go through so much, you know, through different things, divorce, um, miscarriages, and um, a lot of hard things that maybe we don't feel comfortable talking to, you know, to our family or to our friends or whatever. But um, so I wanted to share different stories of, you know, different women because maybe I can't relate, but maybe someone else will. Yeah. And maybe that person needs to hear it, needs to hear, hey, you know, if she went through it or she's going through it, then I'm not alone kind of thing. Yeah. So that's so powerful. Yeah. And even like the title of, of your podcast, The Brave in Her, um, I think it really highlights just like everything you said that we go through so many hard things. And sometimes, you know, we don't see how brave we really are. Like for you to have to go through, you know, having a kidney disease so young and missing school and not having friends and just having to go through all this stuff so young. Like there are other girls out there, right, that are going through that. Maybe not the same way you did, but in a different way right and so it's just so powerful that that you've created a space that's safe but also highlights how powerful how brave we are as women and so I just I love your mission and you know just us having became friends and we text and you know um we might not talk for a few days but then we're like hey girl you know and and it's funny because when I was sick, I was texting you stuff about like my business and stuff that I wanted to do. And I said, and then, you know, you're my business buddy now, right? (laughs) (laughs) So I just, I just think it's important to, to have someone that you can trust because being in business for yourself, you don't want to tell everyone what you're doing, right? Sometimes, like, let's be honest. You're like, wait, I don't know if I want to tell people this quite yet. (laughs) Yeah. Um, yeah. And, and I mean, in the kind of like the world we live in, sometimes you just have to kind of be careful, but, um, you know, when you just find that person that, um, that, you know, you can trust, um, I think that's a great feeling too. Yeah, for sure. And, you know, I think also I was, I was mentioning last time on one of the episodes that you should never be intimidated by another woman, like what she's doing. Um, I don't even know how we started talking, but, you know, probably because they saw that you had a podcast and then I don't know. I, I always just love learning from other women. So it's so important that that even if you have trust issues, even if you don't tend to connect with another woman, you know, usually like that's not really your thing. It's important to get out of your comfort zone and and connect with people because yeah, social media is great. And I always say like, oh my God, it's fake. Like people put all this fake stuff, but then it is actually something that you can use for good and you can build connections. And so I just want to, I'm saying that because I want to encourage um, whoever's listening who maybe does feel alone. Cause you're not like, you're not the first person that has told me 
you know, how as women, maybe because we have experienced being lonely or having had a difficult time making friends as a child or even now as an adult, right? Because we go through things and friendships yeah. fall away. Um, it's just so important that we have that, that we have a support. And I just want to encourage whoever's listening, like if, if you feel alone, if you feel like, man, I, I don't really trust anyone, just start getting out of your comfort zone, like take those baby steps. So I don't know if you would agree with that, mm-hmm. but I'm just saying. <laughs> yeah, I agree. And also too, like, let's remember, like God made us to, to be in communion with other people, not to be alone. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. And I and I think, you know, it, it's just important to have that. We we need that, you know, especially when I think like for the visionaries and the creatives, right, who have these ideas, if you're if you're not associating with people that are creative or visionaries, uh, you might not get the same inspiration. So I think that God connects certain people to you. Because those yeah. visionaries and those creatives are the ones that are like, yeah, girl, do it. Yeah, you got this. Yeah. And so we need those cheerleaders in our life. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Um. So, Anil, since we're both podcasters, <laughs> I want to know, <laughs> like, listen, in, from your perspective, what would you say about using your voice and sharing your stories, you know, we're both Latinas. So in, in our culture, right, they sometimes make us feel like we maybe shouldn't talk so much or talk so loud or share so much. <laughs> yeah. Or why you get so passionate about it? That's right. You know, it's always the husbands that say that. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> you know what? Mine just told me that earlier today. Mine is white, so he tells me that a lot. <laughs> but it's so true. I think we are so passionate. If we're mad, we're passionate. If we're yeah. sad, we're passionate. Um, if we're mad at our kids, we're super passionate. Um, <laughs> but even when we are really like, oh, we have this goal or this dream, we are just such passionate women. Uh, not yeah. to say that other women aren't, but I'm just speaking from the perspective of, of a Chicana, right? Of a Mexican-American. So what would you say like is... Why is it important that we do use our voice? Um, I think, I think most importantly is to kind of like set an example for others. Um, You know, like you said, our culture is very like, you know, don't speak out or, um, you know, some of us are raised to just sit there, be quiet, obey or whatever. But yeah. I think, um, you know, we just have to set the example for, for other women and for, you know, our daughters and nieces and um, the girls are to come, you know, the next generation. I love that. And that's what season two is about. It's about stepping into your influence. So you can inspire the next generation of women. Whether we want to think about it or not, there's other people watching us, little people. They're watching yeah. what we're doing. And if we can't have the boldness to like go after our dreams, they're not going to do it either. Yeah, that's true. And, you know, you can't, you, you can't not go for your dreams and then tell them like, oh, you know, um, 
you know, reach for the stars and, you know, not set that example. That's you so know, true. And that's with um, not just reaching your dreams, but, you know, it comes true with, um, you know, other stuff like, you know, they, um, you know, you just have to set an example. If not, then you can't really say like, don't do this or do that. Because yeah. if you, if you didn't do it, or if you did do it, then you know, you're setting an example regardless. So might as well just set a good example, right? Yeah. It's like, um, I think about like practice what you preach. Like, how yeah. are you going to tell me when you're not even doing that? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's how I look at it. And I think that when you, obviously, you know, when you start kind of chasing big things, even like starting a podcast, that seems like and for me, it was like a crazy thing. Like, what? <laughs> yeah. Same but, for me. Yeah. But like, once you you do it and you've been doing it, and I think you're always scared in the beginning, right? Like, I would oh, yeah. always say. I'm still scared. <laughs> Don't be scared on it. <laughs> but, you know, I'm I'm glad that you shared that because I think we're all scared to some extent because what us being scared means is that we're stepping out of our comfort zone and our brain's like, what are you doing? <laughs> Hold on a second here. Yeah. And I have, you know, I guess kind of a perfect example of how um, I guess hypocritical I'm being because I'm okay sharing other women's stories, but I am so scared to share my own stories. Um, like I can, I can, you know, have an interview with you know you know another woman and share her story and get into her story and I love learning about different stories um and you know be okay with that but then when it comes to me sharing about my personal stories that I know will help others other women or other people who like in my case are in the kidney community in the kidney disease community I'm scared because well, what would they think? Or, mm-hmm. um, you know, what if I sound dumb? Or um, what if I sound needy? Or what if I sound like, oh, I just want attention or whatever. But dude, I'm just like literally sharing my story, like what I've gone through, what, you know, my experience. Yeah. Because I'm, I'm 150% sure I'm not the only one. No, you're not. Like, you know, I've, I started writing a book and I'm literally sitting in the kitchen, like, God, you know, I don't want to do this. Right. Like I, not, I think I told you this last time we were texting. Yeah. I was like, I haven't written. <laughs> I got sick, but then with the change of my schedule, cause now my kids are back at school, you know, they were homeschooled. It's just, everything's really different now. Um, but I'm like, God, you know, I don't want to do this. Right. And I really just sense God leading me to write this book so that it can help other women. And I know that I know that, but it's, it's hard for me to write it because it has a lot to do with my pain. So I can kind of relate on that level. But I think that when, when the time comes that we're like, God knows when we're ready, right? Cause you yeah. know, like I, you know, that you're meant to help other women, but at the same time, it's like, we just got to keep going at the pace of like, what is God showing me? And, you know, I say that cause we're both believers and stuff, 
But even like when I started to podcast, I was very scared because I'm like, what are people going to say? And what, you know, but now that I've done it and it, it actually turned out to be something totally different than whatever I thought it was supposed to be. It's just like such a beautiful thing when you kind of see, wow, like, okay, I'm going to be scared, but like, I'm going to do this. And for me, I, I don't want to say I was forced to be vulnerable, but I was just in a place where like, I have nothing more to lose. And it's just that time that I start to share my stories. And so I, I just love, just like you, I love hearing other women's stories and what inspires them, what made them brave, what made them fearless. So um, I think we all have that though. We all have those like, oh, I'm kind of scared to do that. But a lot of people won't admit that, but it's true, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, definitely um, like we're not perfect, right? So even like you saying like, you know, for me, I've been podcasting for a year. Uh, I, I'm still scared. Like, it hasn't gotten any easier for me. I know for other women, it gets easier. But um, for me, I'm just being truth. Like, it hasn't gotten easier for me. Well. It's just, <laughs> <laughs> you know, the more, like, I feel like I have to um, share, like, more personal stuff. Like, I just struggle with it just because I don't know like like I it shows that I'm vulnerable I guess but that's like the whole point of like my my podcast right so and that's great yeah no like I'm sorry I cut you off (laughs) no I you know I just you know I just wanted to that's why I wanted to say it because um you know I don't want other women to feel like oh well, you know, sh- that, you know, I have it all together and yes. all this stuff when I yes. don't. Like, oh my you know, goodness. Even, even if you see like podcast episodes every week or, um, you know, things like that. And that doesn't mean like I have it all together. Like I still have fear, right? Fear yes. of like putting out content and, um, you know, what would people say, especially right now where um, we, I feel like we live in a society where like, everything's so delicate now like you you know one word can be twisted to like something really bad or um yeah you know so it's a little bit more delicate now um but I feel like we should always should be entitled to just share our own personal stories yeah and and I love your vulnerability because I think when we're you know we are we are in the I guess, entertainment media space, right? Um, or we're in the creative space. And and we have social media because how do you get your message out there? You got to go on social media, right? Yeah. So I think that you're right. People tend to maybe look at, because I know I, people that I don't know that I follow that are podcasters that I, they have probably millions of downloads you know and I see them and I'm like wow like you do get that impression that wow they have it all together and so I love that you said that because a lot of times I think that's what makes other women hold back is that they see like oh she's got it more together than I do and it ain't even like that you know no (laughs) not at all and I think I, I think that's what I can say honestly like why even though we haven't I guess met in 3D because we are 
friends on Zoom and friends through text. And, you know, I love that I can just share something with you. And it, it could be something that goes totally against anything that we're seeing on the media or even politics. And so for me, because I don't talk about politics ever, like on the podcast, or there's only very few, I can count them on my hand who I talk about politics with. So I know that when I can talk about that with someone and I can actually say what I want to say, they're my friend. Like they're, I'm going to keep them forever. <laughs> I'm keeping you forever. I have things out right now. Anyway, we're gonna change something now, girl. <laughs> um, it's so funny. I'm not gonna say what we said, but the time that we met on Zoom, what a year and a half ago. Oh, the first thing. Yeah, and you said something. I'm not gonna say, but you said something, and you know yeah. what I'm talking about. And then I said, Yeah. Oh, she is my friend, friend. <laughs> so hey, that's why I'm saying, guys, go reach out to people because even if like even if right now you don't see anything happening that person might really become one of those friends that you could just be real with like I'm gonna be real right now I jumped in the shower real quick I told them before we hit record that I was so exhausted today and I kind of put concealer on and kind of did my eyebrows, but my hair is crazy. <laughs> my hair is wet. My hair is crazy. I look crazy. So it looks fine. <laughs> so the friend that you can have wet hair with and just a little bit of concealer with, and that's a friend. <laughs> um, so so we were talking about dreams a little, but I just kind of want to, as we we kind of start wrapping up, I want to know like what you think to you what a what it means to be a leader and the reason I'm asking you that also is because you talked about being vulnerable and I really think that when when a person can be vulnerable that makes her a good leader like a great leader so what what would you say about like being a leader so um to me like a leader is someone um that can see like need, like the need of like something like in my case, like the need of, you know, other people who are um, hurting because of, let's just say their chronic illness. Right. Um, And the leader is able to identify that and not necessarily come with solutions, but um, you know, offer help in any way, advocate for not just oneself, but for others. That's awesome. I love that answer. And I, I did want to say too, like you advocate a lot for kidney disease and you, I think you were yeah. fundraising last time, if, if I'm not mistaken. So I think that's awesome. Like to, to, cause what I heard you say was like, you advocate. That is what a leader does, right? You advocate yeah. for others. You advocate for maybe an injustice. And so I love that they see a need, right? Because when we think of leadership, sometimes, you know, people tend to think like, well, you just make people do what you want. You just kind of dictate and rule over them. And yeah. I don't think that that's how it's supposed to be. No, I think also a leader is someone that gets, you know, down and dirty with you too. Not just someone that just di- dictates or tells you like, do this, do that, or um that's not a leader. No, I I feel like, I just feel like a real leader captivates the heart of people and you're not going to captivate nothing but an attitude like that. (laughs) (laughs) 
I'm just saying. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I love that answer. That's that's so cool. So my question for you now is as a Latina, why do you think that it's important that we pursue our dreams? Um, you know, just going back to what I said um about setting the example. Um, just because uh yeah, there are some Latinos who are very successful, which you know we look up to, but also, you know, we want to be also setting the example for our own families, for our um, you know, nieces, nephews, or um, you know, daughters, um, girls in our community, so they can see that you know, you're pursuing your dreams and they're inspired to, to do the, the same thing. I love it. I think it really, for me, I look at it like, man, you're paving the way for other girls and other women yeah. and future generations to show up in places that maybe they wouldn't dare show up, you know, and show up yeah. confidently. Like I'm here. <laughs> What's going on? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, just just being the example for just your entire community, not necessarily just for women, but for, you know, for others in your community. Yeah, that's so cool. I love it. So, Anel, you know, I could keep talking to you. <laughs> I'm going to have to bring you back on. Is there anything else as as we end our, our episode, our cafecito chat? Is there anything that you want to share, anything on your heart? Um, I just want to, you know, go back to the whole dream um, thing that if you have a dream in your heart, then um, even if you're scared, like, you know, how we talked about, you know, we were scared, just do it. Even yeah. if you're scared, just do it. Um, you know, starting a business or um, sharing your story. I mean, anything that God has put in your heart, just just go for it. I know it's easier said than done. Trust me. but what I mean, like you said, what do you have to lose other yeah. than, you know, sometimes, um, not sometimes, all the time when you're obedient to God's um, calling for you, um, you'll see all the blessings that he does, he has for you. Yeah. And I think that when you, when you start taking those baby steps to like, hear what, or hear and feel what's on your heart, um, you start to as you start to kind of dive into that, more doors begin to open. And and obviously yep. not like overnight, you're not an overnight <laughs> sensation unless, I don't know, some people say that they are, but I don't, <laughs> like we're not Justin Bieber, right? <laughs> um, but I think that once you do that, it's like you start to have more confidence, but then God starts aligning you with more things that you are meant to do. So I just love yeah. that you touched on that because tomorrow's not promised. Like we think nope. we make our yeah. plans and tomorrow I'm going to do this. And, and it's tomorrow's really not promised. We're not promised yeah. a certain number of days here. We have one mm -hmm. life here on this earth. And I feel like, yeah, like, what do you, what do you really have to lose? Maybe you'll fail. Maybe people will say no to you. Maybe nobody will like your post or whatever it is that you're doing, but you should never measure your success based off how many likes you have, right? We yeah. know that because we have yeah. social media. <laughs> yeah. Well, like perfect example, um, you know, like Noah, when he was building the art, you know, um, 
people thought he was crazy, but yeah. he was obedient to God, right? Yeah. You know, people thought it, he was crazy until it started raining. Oh right? my God. Yes. Yes. So, and, you know, just because he was obedient to God, look, you know, he, he survived that. Yeah. He, and he saved his whole family. And, you know, at that and, time, every species. Yeah. Yes. And at that time they didn't know what rain was, you nope. know? And I think he was far, far from like any, you know, uh, water or anything like that. That's why people thought he was like crazy. So yeah. sometimes, you know, when you're pursuing your dream, um, your even your own family would think that you're crazy, but it doesn't matter what they think. It doesn't matter what anyone thinks is what God, you know, has called you to do. Yeah. And I, and I wanted to say, it does feel like you're building an ark sometimes. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Right. Like, but, but for those of you who are like, what the hell are they talking about? What is Noah? Who is Noah? What's the ark? What? Oh, Google it. Like, it's, no, it's, dark. Yeah. it's in the Bible, but you could Google it. I think there's like a movie, but it's not like very biblical. I, I don't know who plays in it. Um, Russell Crowe. I don't know. It's very not like the Bible says it, but you know. Did you know there's a, a replica in Missouri or something? Yeah, like that? I want to see go. that. We need to meet Me up too. there. Hey, yeah, let's go. Want, if you guys want to meet up with us at the <laughs> Noah's Ark replica, <laughs> feel free to come hang out with us. Um, yeah, let's go. Yeah. So if you guys are like, why are they talking about the Bible? Because me and Anel, we're women of faith and we just love, we can talk about a lot of things like faith, politics, um, other stuff, business. So <laughs> go find someone that you can be real with, that you can talk about stuff with. Because that's really, it's really going to inspire you. And on those days when you're not feeling it, when you're feeling yeah. down, to have a friend be like, I'm going to pray for you, girl. That's just a blessing. Yeah, definitely. Find find your community. Yeah, for sure. Like, um, so last thing. Um, but, no, go ahead. Uh, <laughs> you know, my, my, my stepdaughter, she, um, she was having some issues at school with, you know, friendships you know at that age where you know teenagers yeah. or preteens um they're kind of weird right like yeah. in that I got stage. one of those yes I know <laughs> so you know I just told her like um don't worry about it you know about making don't worry too much about making friends try to make friends but um I said not everyone's gonna like you just like how you don't like everyone not everyone's going to like you so the same thing here is um you know, yeah, finding that group or that friend that really connects with you, it might be a little hard. Maybe you'll be lucky and find, you know, that person right away or that group right away. But um, don't give up if you don't right away. Um, you know, just like I told my stepdaughter, like not everyone's going to like you and you're not, you're not going to like everybody either. So, yeah. but just keep trying and find, find your, find your group. Um, because it's really important. We're we're meant to be in community with others. So yeah, for the support. For sure. I love that. And and then be yourself. I know like yeah. we say that as like moms, but like for real, be yourself. If you if you're not the type of girl that wears heels and dresses all the time and you like wearing, you know, 
them shoes in Chicago, we call them them shoes Um, and jeans. Like, so what? Show up like that. Like, you don't have to try to impress people. Just be yourself, you know? And so I think that's, that's always an important thing is like, just be who you are, you know, love who you are, because if you love who you are, then everybody else is, well, you're not going to be everyone's cup of tea. That's true. But when you love who you are, then the people who love you are going to love you for who you are. So, so where can people find you on that? If they're like, and it's pretty cool. I want to go find her. (laughs) (laughs) So on Instagram, um, it's just, uh, at, at, um, the brave and her, um, and then Facebook, well, I'm just under my name, Anel. Actually, I'm under Anel Marlin, like the fish Marlin um, Aguirre Cervantes, I think. It's a long name, but um, yeah, but it's it's easier to just find me on, on um, Instagram. Cool. The, so brave, the brave and her. Cool. I'll put all your links in the show notes that way. If uh-huh. I'll put the link to your podcast too, that way if they want to go find you and listen to you, go support her. Go find her. Anil's a very cool person. Like you can learn a lot from her. Um, I feel like there's so much more that we can touch on, but you're just gonna have to come back next time. <laughs> I'll come back. Cool. Anything else that you want to share before I stop recording? <laughs> That's all. Cool. Thank you for having me. Yes, thank you for hanging out with me. Hey. Go follow Anil, share this episode with your amigas. I hope this episode encouraged you and empowered you. And I hope that you have a blessed day.